Good evening, wonderful folks. Welcome back to the Iron Crypto Man podcast show. And if you're stopping by for the first time, or if you're a new investor, feel free to click that referral link under the description of this episode, where if you sign up today with Webull and deposit just $1 into that brokerage account, you can earn up to 15 free fractional shares, folks. All right. Those free fractional shares can be valued up to $30,000. So definitely you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Go and get yourself some free stocks. And most importantly, go and get that free money. Also, if you haven't had a chance, make sure to stop by my website and support the channel at www.vintageorigins.com, where I just dropped exclusive crew necks, hoodies, sweatpants, backpacks, fanny packs, exclusive snapback hats and trucker hats and we also have onesies for the toddlers all right big shout out to the toddlers out there all right you guys are our future leaders future innovators and it is our job our due diligence as parents to develop our youth into becoming angel investors all right and with that being said folks in today's episode we're going to be going over live cryptocurrency prices And we'll also be discussing when is inflation good for the economy. All right. So if you have your notepads out, pens out, you already know what time it is. Buckle up your seatbelt, folks, and let's prepare to educate ourselves. All right. So first up, what I like to usually go over in the cryptocurrency space is the market cap. All right. We currently have a total market cap of eight hundred and sixty five billion dollars with a Bitcoin dominance of 37%. All right, and rank number one in the crypto space, as you all should already know by now, is going to be none other than Bitcoin. Bitcoin is currently trading at $16,838.08, down today by 1.4%, with a total market cap of $324 billion. All right, as I'm looking through the seven day chart, Right uh, back in December 5th, last Monday at 8.35 a.m. Pacific time, Bitcoin reached a high of $17,367. And pretty much since last Monday, Bitcoin has been trading in a downward position. All right. Since today, this morning at 7.50 a.m. Pacific time, Bitcoin has been swing trading from about $16,700 to $16,850. All right, this is a phenomenal buying opportunity for Bitcoin, right? That is, of course, if you are a long-term investor, meaning you plan on holding these phenomenal digital assets for five to 10 plus years. All right, and as a friendly reminder, Bitcoin had an all-time high of $68,721. That was reached last year, November 10th, 2021. So, folks, as of right now, December 7th, 3.55 p.m. Pacific time, you all are getting Bitcoin at a whopping discount of 75% off. All right. Next up, rank number two in the crypto space, we have Ethereum. Ethereum is currently trading at $1,232.20, down today by 3% with a total market cap of 151 billion dollars all right and as i'm looking through the seven day chart for ethereum right uh last monday 
we reached a high of $1,295. And pretty much since then, folks, Ethereum has been trading in a downward position. All right. Pretty much uh, same with Bitcoin around eight o'clock or 8 a.m. Pacific time this morning. Uh, Ethereum has been swing trading from about $1,222 to about $1,234. All right, another phenomenal buying opportunity here, right? And as a friendly reminder for Ethereum, we've reached an all-time high of $4,847.57, which was last year, November 10th, 2021. So folks, as of right now, you all are getting Ethereum at a discount of 70 four percent off all right next up rank number seventh in the crypto space we have xrp xrp is currently trading at 38 cent down today by two percent and we have a total market cap of 19.29 billion dollars all right, and as I'm looking through the seven day chart for XRP, right, nothing too significant, right? We've pretty much been swing trading from about 37 cents to 39 cents. So nothing too crazy there, right? Another great buying opportunity here as well. XRP is down from its all time high of $3.30, which was reached a few years back, January 4th, 2018. And we are now down by 88%. All right, next up, folks, rank number eight in the crypto space, we have everybody's favorite meme coin, which is going to be Dogecoin. All right, big shout outs out there to all of my Dogecoin bag holders. All right, we are currently trending at nine cent down today by 4% with a total market cap of $12.7 billion. All right, and as I'm looking through the seven day chart for Bitcoin, right, or I'm sorry, Dogecoin, Nothing too significant. We've pretty much been swing trading from about nine to 10 cent. So once again, right, if you are a long term investor, this is a great buying opportunity. All right. Dogecoin had an all time high of 74 cent, which was last year, May 7, 2021. And as of right now, folks, you all are getting Dogecoin for a discount of 87 percent off. All right, I'll go over one more coin here and then we'll go ahead and get into my article. And that is going to be uh, Polygon. All right, Polygon is ranked number 10th in the crypto space. We are currently trading at 89 cent down today by 2% with a total market cap of only $7.84 billion. All right, as I'm looking through the seven day chart, right? Nothing. Uh, too crazy going on with uh, Polygon as well, right? We've been swing trading from about 88 cent to 94 cent. All right, we had an all-time high of $2.90. So folks, you all are getting Polygon at a discount of 70% off. So overall, what I'm seeing from the crypto space, right? Everything is down in the red for the most part. Cryptocurrency is still recovering from the FTX uh, bankruptcy right you know there was a lot of cryptocurrency users over on the ftx platform including myself right and you know i would like to tell you guys if you guys are going to listen to any of my previous episodes right i need you guys to kind of dismiss um 
whenever I'm advertising for FTX, whenever I was giving out the referral code because FTX is now going through bankruptcy and, um, you know, a lot of uh, prior users are having difficulties accessing either their uh, their money or their crypto. So once again, as a friendly reminder, please do not go to FTX. And if you do have any coins or any money on FTX, continue to try to get your assets off of that brokerage account. All right. So uh, more than likely, if you all were to check out your crypto portfolios today, right, you may be down in the red. But like I always mention here on the Iron Crypto Man podcast show, try not to be discouraged. All right. Everybody's portfolio is down, even millionaires as well as billionaires. You have to think long term. All right. These guys and girls, you know, on the news, on such as your CNN, CNBC, right. These guys want us to sell our assets. So the top 1% can continue to buy up these blue chip companies at a discounted price, right? If you can hold your position long-term, you guys will be recession proof. All right, so let's go ahead and get into my article, right? And that is gonna be, when is inflation good for the economy, all right? I talk about inflation on just about every single episode here in You know, maybe some of you guys may just have a very broad surface level uh, knowledge on inflation. And that is why I'm going to be reading this article so you can learn as well as myself. All right. Inflation is and has been a highly debated phenomenon in economics. Even the use of the word inflation has different meanings in different contexts. Many economists, business people and politicians maintain that moderate inflation levels are needed to drive consumption, assuming that higher levels of spending are crucial for economic growth. The Federal Reserve typically targets an annual rate of inflation for the U.S., believing that a slowly increasing price keeps, uh, I'm sorry, a slowly increasing price level keeps businesses profitable and prevents consumers from waiting for lower prices before making purchases. There are some, in fact, who believe that primary function of inflation is to prevent deflation. Others, however, argue that inflation is less important and even a net drag on the economy. Rising prices make it harder to save money, driving individuals to engage in riskier investment strategies to increase or even maintain their wealth. Let me repeat that. Rising prices makes it harder to save money, driving individuals to engage in riskier investments and strategies to increase or even maintain their wealth. All right. So as inflation goes up, as rent goes up, mortgage goes up, gas grows up, grocery goes up, right? And your electricity bills, that just makes it harder for individuals to save money. So understanding inflation. Inflation is often used to describe the impact of rising oil or food prices on the economy. For example, if the price of oil goes from $75 a barrel to $100 a barrel, input prices for businesses will increase and transportation costs for everyone will also increase. This may cause many other prices to rise in response. However, Most economists consider the actual definition of inflation to be slightly different. Inflation is a function of the supply and demand for money, meaning 
that producing relatively more dollars causes each dollar to become less value, forcing the general price to rise. So whenever there's more money in the market, right, there's more money being printed out, right? Usually these are signs of lower inflation, meaning it is much easier for us to borrow money from the bank. Meanwhile, we're boosting the economy, we're boosting the value of assets such as, you know, your stocks and the housing market, right? As we have all been seeing over the past, I want to say a decade now, right? Houses are at an all time high. That is because there was an influx of money being printed and inflation was not managed properly by the feds. All right. Now, let's talk about benefits of inflation. When the economy is not running at capacity, meaning there is unused labor or resources, inflation theoretically helps increase production. More dollars translates to more spending, which equates to more aggregated demand. Think about it, right? If it's easier for you to get more money from the bank, isn't that going to entice you to, I don't know, maybe spend more, right? And if you're spending more, if there's more money in the economy, that just means the value of the dollar goes down while the value of products goes up, right? So by increasing inflation, right, making it harder to borrow money, that just means the demand isn't so high for products, which usually drives the price of products down. All right. Next year, 2023. Right. The feds with Jerome Powell being the, the, uh, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, they plan to raise interest rates to a rate of 10 percent. Right. We are currently sitting at about, I want to say, 6.7 percent, somewhere around there. And folks, we got a long way to go. So by the time we reach 10 percent, that is when you're going to start to see the housing market be heavily impacted. Right. And the stock market next year, we may see more red, right? Like I had mentioned, uh, I want to say either um, on Monday or last week, right? We have the consumer price index that is going to be released December 13th, right? That is going to show us signs of inflation for the month of November, right? And, you know, if inflation has slowed down a little bit, right, the feds will be meeting a day after the consumer price index is released and they will be meeting December 14th. And depending on the CPI numbers, that is going to dictate if we are going to see another interest rate hike. All right. We may go up by either, you know, 25 to 50 basis points, depending on the consumer price index. So let me go ahead and continue on reading here. Inflation also makes it easier on debitors who repay their loans with money that is less valuable than the money they borrow. This encourages borrowing and lending, which again increases spending on all levels. All right, so <clears throat> what causes inflation? Milton Friedman famously described inflation as a result of too much money chasing too few goods, resulting in higher prices right think about it all right for all my sneakerheads out there okay uh let's let's talk about the um uh the cherry 11 high tops that just came out right uh if the demand is high they're more than nike is more than likely 
going to decrease the supply, right? Making it harder to get that shoe, meaning the value of that sneaker is gonna go up, right? So you can kind of look at that as the value of goods with inflation, right? If inflation goes up, right? Making it harder to get money, that means the demand is going to go down. So <clears throat> let me go ahead and continue on reading here. It can cause it can also be the result of increased demand or a shortage of consumer goods. Following the COVID-19 pandemic, inflation rose sharply in the United States, largely due to supply chain bottlenecks and emerging government spending, including stimulus checks sent to the household. All right, so that's pretty much all I have for you guys right there, right? We kind of went over um, the basics of inflation, right? And uh, when is inflation good for the economy, right? We uh, talked about the benefits of inflation, understanding inflation. And we also went over the live crypto market. All right, folks. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. That's all I have for you today. And I will be hearing from you all tomorrow. Peace.